Welcome to MindShift, tools to upgrade your daily experience. Hello and welcome to MindShift. If you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe button and follow along for some tools and tips on how to become your best self. Today I'm talking about how we filter reality and how we filter reality constantly according to our feelings and our experiences. Have you ever noticed whenever something negative is happening, someone cuts cuts us off in traffic, whenever our boss starts yelling at us or our boss is disappointed in us, whenever a spouse or a girlfriend is disappointed in us, we have this negative feedback loop that happens. This negative voice constantly telling us our perceptions, our judgments, maybe even confirming why we weren't wrong. And we can either get a little bitter at whoever. That is the voice that I'm talking about. That's the inner reality that happens. It's not reality itself. It's our perception of reality that gets completely filtered according to how we're feeling. It's fascinating how it happens and it's fascinating how it changes on how we're feeling. For instance, when we're on our way on a long trip and we come across some traffic and that traffic is held up for two, three, four hours, maybe it's because of construction, maybe it's because of an accident, what happens to us? Well, I know for me, I used to get extremely anxious. I used to even get a little irritated. Even though I know that this is a part of driving, this is a part of traffic, this is a part of life, it was just this negative voice that would pop up of like, gosh, why is this happening? Can't we merge better? Can't we, you know, whatever that thing is. But it happens all the time. But what happens when there's no traffic? Even when we're going to work in the morning? Well, we don't even notice it. Oftentimes, Our brain is just thinking about other stuff. Maybe we're happy. Maybe we're just thinking about the day ahead. But what's not going on is this constant negative voice of the traffic. Now, it may be a negative voice based on your day, based on other stuff, based on a fight you had that morning, whatever. But we always have this inner voice just completely chattering. It's our inner narrative. And it's not really correct It's not really a true snapshot of reality. It's a form of neurosis if we're literally to voice these thoughts out loud. I mean, maybe try that sometime. Maybe start saying out loud all the thoughts going on in your head. Maybe just for a minute or two. You will be surprised at A, how many thoughts there are, and B, how chaotic they are, how different they are from one thing to the next, depending on where our focus is going. But have you ever thought about something and it turned out inaccurate? (laughs) I know I have. Have you ever thought about a situation? Let's say you were, you and your partner, your spouse are on, on different sides of the nation, of the planet, and you're supposed to have a phone call at a certain time. And your spouse misses that time. They don't call you, they don't answer when you call, and they don't answer your text right away. And then we start forming this narrative, right? This narrative gets played and we find reasons for it to be true. We find reasons for, well, maybe I'm not important to them, maybe they don't care, maybe they just forgot about me. 
And oftentimes that's not true. I know this little example happened with me and a past partner where I was absolutely thinking the worst. And then I was able to talk to them. They got held up at work. And next thing you know, I had a whole different set of feelings, a whole different set of thoughts because my thoughts changed. So why is it that we do this? Well, our brain does this to protect us. It also does this to put in patterns from our past experiences, from our past uh, you know, feelings. And chances are your brain pays attention to the negative more than the positive. Reason why is because it was designed this way. If it wasn't designed this way, we would not have survived. Our brain literally wants to protect us from danger, so that way we can survive and go on as a species. As a result of this, we often get into these negative feedback loops that happen constantly. And when we don't pay attention to them, they can just go completely chaotic and we don't even realize it. We don't even know because we're not paying attention to it. We make up versions of people to fit our narrative. Think about getting cut off in traffic. When you're going somewhere and someone just, whatever is going on in their world, cuts you off. Oftentimes, we think, oh, man, that jerk, what a POS. He's just not even paying attention. He doesn't even care. <laughs> Is that true, though? Maybe. Maybe not. You know, the opposite could very well be true. You know, his wife could be in the hospital going into labor. His brother could have gotten in a car accident. You know, his son could have, you know, gotten in some sort of trouble, and he's going to help whatever it is, or maybe he's running late to his son's graduation and he just is in a hurry, right? It doesn't matter. The opposite is just as true as what we can form in our own minds. It's a really fascinating concept how our brain will take different sides of whatever subject. You know, I have an amazing teacher that gave a beautiful example of this. She was at a meditation retreat and during this meditation, when she was being silent, <laughs> observing the thoughts of her own mind, she noticed these trees that were growing together. They were all twisted together. The trunks were when they were growing up. And her first thought was, oh, how beautiful. They get to cuddle and support each other for life. They're just literally a part of each other. That's amazing. What a beautiful example of nature. And then very quickly, the next thought was, no, they're strangling each other. They're fighting for resources. What a horror show. <laughs> Literally fighting to survive, right? But are either of those true? No, it's a made-up human emotion that we put on something. And it's just such a beautiful example of this that our brain will literally take multiple sides of whatever it is. And as a result, we are literally going into a type of neurosis because our brain is just trying to talk. It's that chatter, it's that self-narrative that I talk about a lot on the show, change your narrative, change your life. Well, the first step of this is paying attention to the narrative in the first place and frankly, calming it down, figuring out how we can calm it down. Now, it's my opinion that we never get rid of this fully. But being aware of it means we don't have to put energy into those thoughts. And being aware of it, we can put more energy into the thoughts that are actually serving us, the thoughts that are actually getting us to where we want to go. We cannot control reality, but we can control it within ourselves. We can absolutely be aware of it 
and let the thoughts pass without judgment of the ones that aren't serving us and the ones that we maybe want to put more energy to, we absolutely can. There's a beautiful quote on this. It says, a healthy person has a million dreams. A dying person has one. Let's think about that for a second. When I had COVID, I know most of us listening to this show have had COVID here very recently. And when we have COVID, our number one want, our number one goal, our number one dream is to feel better. We don't want to feel shitty anymore. (laughs) And that's exactly what happens. We don't want to be lacking energy. We want to be able to eat food. We want to be able to go out and enjoy the day. We don't want to have to quarantine, right? And whenever we're feeling healthy, we kind of forget about all these things and start focusing on whatever comes at us, you know? And sometimes it's positive, but when we really sit down and pay attention to that voice, that voice that is constantly talking to us, there is a lot more negative thoughts than there is positive I think the equation that they that they found was for every one positive thought, we have 10 negative ones. That means you have to work 10 times harder to focus on the positive ones because we're constantly being bombarded by our own brains <laughs> by these thoughts. It's absolutely crazy how it happens. So what are three things to, that you can do to calm that inner voice? Well, number one is to visualize that voice as a person outside of yourself, as a roommate, as a friend that is constantly with you that you cannot get rid of that is telling you these thoughts, that is just constantly talking. This exercise, this whole concept came from a book I'm reading called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And it's such a beautiful example of being able to literally see what's going on and be able to just maybe laugh at it, maybe just observe it, but not judge it, and realize what's going on, realize the thoughts we're telling ourselves. If this was a friend, if this was a roommate, is this person someone that you would allow into your life? I know I wouldn't. Absolutely not. Because I want to surround myself with the most positive, the most supportive, the most amazing people in the world. That is my goal in life. And so someone that is constantly having this chatter, I would absolutely not allow in my life. So why do we allow it within ourselves? Being able to visualize it outside of ourselves, put it in a different perspective, allows us to be able to visualize what's going on and be able to have a little bit more awareness of this voice. When we become aware then we can change it. Change your narrative, change your life. Becoming aware of it in the first place, becoming aware of what's going on and becoming aware of that chatter is the first step in this process. And whatever tool we use, meditation, you know, anything like that, visualizing the person outside of ourselves helps us become aware of what's going on, helps us become aware of that narrative. Number two, Ask yourself if you'd say these things to a child. If you're a parent, would you say these things to your child? (laughs) If they're having a bad day, if they're having a bad moment, would you say, oh man, this is your fault. You messed up. How could you do this? No, absolutely not. That'd be crazy, right? Well, then why are we doing it to ourselves? Why are we literally 
saying these thoughts to ourselves over and over and over again. You know, maybe the kid's learning how to ride a bike and he accidentally pulls out in front of you, not really even looking on his bicycle while you're riding your bike trying to help him learn. Would you freak out at him? No, not at all. You wouldn't be like, you effing jerk, you know, (laughs) you wouldn't say that at all. But this is what we're saying in our mind all the time. So realizing that this is our inner voice, the one that lives with us all the time, the one that informs us, the one that completely filters the reality of how we perceive it. Just ask yourself if you would talk to this like this to a child or even your spouse or someone you love. It doesn't matter. It is absolutely critical to realize that this is our own inner voice and the more we can visualize it outside ourselves, the more we can ask ourselves this question of, would I be saying this to you know my son, my daughter, to any child? If not, then maybe we ought to start changing the narrative, or at least putting the energy into the positive things that are going to uphold us, help us get closer to our dreams, to our goals, and be more a part of our value system. Number three is distract yourself, whatever that is. You know what best distractions are for you. For some people, it's listening to music, putting on your favorite album, putting on your you know, favorite concert, whatever it is. And, you know, it could be live, it could be whatever. Putting on something to distract us helps us take a walk. You know, <laughs> Taking a walk will instantly get us out of an interesting mindset and get us into a different one. Distract yourself from whatever it is that is causing this brain loop to happen. You know, for me, breathing is another one. Being able to take a few breaths completely calms your nervous system. There's plenty of studies on this, you know, and there's plenty of different breathing techniques. You know, Wim Hof is one of my favorite. You can YouTube the Wim Hof breathing technique. You can uh, YouTube box breathing, which involves... Inhaling for four seconds, holding for four seconds, exhaling for four seconds, holding for four seconds. You know, or there's the the double breath uh, taught by Andrew Huberman, which is the the double inhale with the longer exhale. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I have a former episode on this, or you can even YouTube Andrew Huberman. You know, uh, breath work. There are all kinds of different breathing techniques that will instantly get out of this mode, instantly get us out of this brain set. And as we do, our thoughts and our feelings change, change completely. You know, even listening to a podcast, <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, then you know, you're already doing it. And for me, whenever I put on a podcast, it distracts me and it gets me thinking in a different way. And when I think in a different way, my thoughts, my feelings, everything changes distracting ourselves is so important when we're going down this negative loop, when we're going down this negative path, when we realize that we're just not in a good mood and the thoughts that we're having are not the most positive thoughts. It's not thoughts that we want to stay in. When we realize that distracting ourselves is a huge thing to be able to break us out of it. So again, the three things you can do to instantly get yourself out of this mindset, to instantly calm that inner voice, is to visualize this person outside of yourself, 
saying these things. Visualize this, this roommate, this friend that you can't get rid of and just visualize them saying these things and then chances are you'll start laughing at how crazy they are, at how random they are. Number two, ask yourself if you'd say these things to a child and even better, if you have a child, would you say these things to your child? Once we realize that we are saying these things to our own inner child, to our own inner self, then we usually stop saying those things. We can usually stop that chatter and we can change that narrative. And number three, figure out how to distract yourself. Go for a drive, go off-roading, go ride your dirt bike, go ride your motorcycle, walk, meditate, breathe, whatever it is. All kinds of options. Just distract yourself and watch how fast that narrative changes. If you like this, please again hit that subscribe button. Check out some other shows. I have some more tips. And I will see you on the next one. Thanks, guys.